0: Um, Now onto the Knights v. the Sharks. Um, Won't spend too long on this either, guys, but I just want to give a shout-out to Heinz' defence. He made multiple try-saving tackles. He also made multiple uh, catches, sweeping in behind, whether it was grubbers, whether it was high kicks. Um, Yeah, I think he had one pass that was a bit dodgy in attack, but outside of that, like, it's it's the Heinz show. It is the Heinz show.
2: Even that one pass that he threw that was intercepted, um, I mean... They would have watched tape on Dominic Young. Yeah. And normally you score off that. Yeah, for sure. Normally. That, that was a premeditated play. Dominic Young did a little bit different to what he usually does. So I felt a bit sorry for Hines in that one. Still credit to Dom Young. Mm. Great take, great try. Uh, but yeah, Sharky's... I I never felt like they were going to lose this one mm. at any point. I thought Miller was really good as well. Some um, of his kick returns.
0: I tell you what, if, the, if you're looking for a handy, cheapish fullback that could develop into a... Quality first grade, you could go a lot worse than Lockie Miller, a lot worse. Matt, like, I'd make the argument that he might afford, might have fought his way onto that bench when when uh, Kennedy comes back. Yeah, is Kennedy back, Matty? Have you got any? I think he's back this week. I think, yeah,
3: yeah. That was the chat. I think week one of finals. Yeah, right.
2: Mm. Fuck it. It'd be interesting if he was out for a little bit longer and Miller had a final series to show what he could do.
0: Because I really like me, like I know a lot of people when I. I had Miller instead of Dykes. Is it, it's Dykes, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And a lot of people push back on that. But I, I just think Lockie Miller, Dykes is for the future for sure. Like he's a young gun, you know, going to be fantastic. But I think Lockie Miller is already a ready-made NRL first grader. You don't need to wait at all. He's, he's good to go. Um, I think he's 40s one well under the bench. I think he'd be a great 14. Put him at six if you had to. Put him at um, fullback. You could put him in the centers on the wing. I think it'd be a great. My, my
2: understanding is that if the sharks were fighting for a top eight spot a few weeks ago, they would have gone with Miller.
0: Okay, because they
2: were a little bit safer there, just trying to get more first yeah. grade into more guys. But and that's that's no knock on.
0: Yeah no, yeah, no, no, no knock on Dykes at all. Yeah. I just think you know. well,
2: well, as we said a few weeks ago, Dykes was playing fullback in the reserve grade, and Miller was playing six. So they're both really quality players. Uh, but yeah, I agree. I think Miller would be my fourteen mm. for finals.
0: Uh, I want to give a shout-out to Matty Moylan. Uh, he looked the most energetic and athletic he's looked in years. Uh, he looks he looks fresh. You know, like, I feel like, you know, Matty Moylan, the last few years, he's always kind of moving a little bit restricted because doesn't want to pull his hammies or whatever, and rightly so. But he looks quick, strong. Um, he, he's been – he's just flown so far under the radar this year, yeah. it's crazy. But, you know, one of the better attacking sides in the comp, and he's been one of the hardest partners.
2: I'd love to see, like, a little – documentary on what he's changed mm. over the last few years because like he he's been made of glass for the better part of the last 10 years mm. and just to see what he's done this year has been very very impressive and it's great to see for rugby league
0: yeah for sure um so look sharky has got it done look i am a bit nervous about the errors they were making like 11 errors mm. in the first whatever i was a bit you know i just oh, i just wish they were more clinical you know 67 percent completion rate that's that's where I get a bit worried. Where I go, okay, you've got great defence and you can hold out the the knights, but can you hold out Penrith Panthers, the Cowboys, Roosters, Rabbitohs with that much? It's again, I know that the Roosters had the worst completion rate when they won the comp, but I think I just don't think the Sharks have the weapons to be able to get away with that. Yeah, overcome that, um, but they are still in the race for sure. And Craig Fitzgibbon after the um, in the post-match conference basically said, look, we've earned the right. To have a home grand final, uh, home final, and we're ready. So
3: just just quickly, I touched on last week. How so much I'm enjoying watching the Sharkies play because of how lethal they can be across the entire paddock. Mm. And last week I was talking about obviously Matty Moylan plays on the left, Nico on the right. And last week it was Moylan flipping to the right side and throwing that unreal cutout ball for Moyley Taylor to score. This week, Moyley Taylor's back on the left side of the field. And it was Nico doing a short-side play with Matty Moylan down that left edge oh, for Molly Tarlow's try. Yeah. Now, it, was, it wasn't an overly complex play, but it was just executed in time to perfection. And it's Nico playing on the complete opposite side of the field, running a short-side. It's like yeah. this side just comes
0: at you from everywhere. Yeah, that short-side play. You're right. Like It wasn't the, the most complicated play. Mm. But when you're in that small of a space – you cannot be 30 centimetres to the right or left. No. Everything has to be perfect and you're doing it at full pace. It's a beautiful play, Oof. beautiful play. Um, quickly with the Knights, I want to give a shout-out to Tex Hoy. And I want to ask a question like, is he – is the NRL or the Knights making a mistake letting this guy go to the Super League? And did he just need some time to find his feet in first grade? I think he's been really good the last few weeks. Um, and I just don't know whether – is he leaving too early? Now, obviously, he can come back to the Super League, uh, from the Super League, and I think he'll kill it. But I don't know. I reckon there's a – I just think that maybe it was a, a bit of a bit too soon, and I think that he could actually end up being a quality first grader.
2: Uh, I thought it was a good call probably five or six weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, but he he has shown a bit over the last few weeks. It yeah. has been in little flashes here and there. Um, I can understand where you're coming from. I'm still on the fence a little Mm. bit though.
0: I'm with you too. Like five, six weeks ago, I said, mate, go to super league, get confident. But I don't know that he moves well. He's a big body. He's got good ball playing. I just wonder whether if he had another crack at another club and got a bit of confidence, whether he could have fulfilled the potential that he has. And he could still do it in the super league. Um, Outside of that, you know, yeah, not, not the best. Just, Just
2: before we move with the sharkies too. I mean, it's not really getting spoken about. And I know they haven't played the best opposition, but they've won six in a row here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the last game they lost was against Penrith. They got beaten 20-10. to 10. They were well and truly in that game. They were dominating the first half. The game before that, they beat the Cowboys. The game before that, they beat the Melbourne Storm. Wow. So they've won, what is it, seven of their last eight, and their only loss was to the Penrith Panthers, who I thought at halftime they were going to win that game.
0: Well, wouldn't you go they've won like 10 of their last 11 or something?
2: Mate, the last game they lost before that Penrith game was the Roosters. That was in round
0: twelve. Far out. Jeez. So
2: they, they've any lost other about year, one
0: game in three months. Any other year, they're fighting for the premiership because it's just because the Panthers are so bloody unbeatable.
2: Yeah, wow. I, I, I think people are
0: underestimating the Sharkies. So, okay, coach of the year, Fitzgibbon, Payton, right now.
2: I'd still have to go Todd. I think
0: Todd. Yeah, it's.
3: I a name doesn't immediately come to mind. I probably I probably say Fitzgibbon.
0: Ooh, I just I reckon. Oh, you know what? It is Fitzgibbon's first year, whereas it's just Peyton's second or third year, really. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I don't know. I, I wish one.
2: we I wish we gave out that award after the grand final. I think it's yeah. so fucking yeah.
3: stupid that we give it out yeah. before the premierships mm. won. Yeah. Like not them two teams in particular, hey, it's like yeah. whoever goes that Deeper week further. You could
0: argue. Mm. Um, now, quickly on the Tigers Raiders. Um, dark day for Tigers. Uh, honestly, like, and I, I don't mean this like rude or disrespectfully at all, and this is coming from a Broncos player and a, a fan of the Broncos, so I acknowledge that my club has problems and I acknowledge that we won the spoon and we've been struggling. So it's not coming from a place of like, oh, we're so great. But honestly, watching on the weekend with the Tigers like it was it was the first time where I was like, is this club cut out to be playing in this competition? And I'm not, I'm not trying to be a dick and say kick him out of the competition. I'm just saying that the drama, the, the, the quality of footy that that is being delivered, the just so many things that happen at this club I just they're just not equipped all the way from top to bottom at the moment to be playing first grade. Now, it's a new era in Tim Sheen's for sure, but I tell you what—if it doesn't turn around soon, it's—I just this club is—I can't put my finger on it. I cannot put my finger on it. I don't know. You guys feel the same? Worse? Am I being over dramatic here? No,
2: I, I don't think you're being over dramatic. I made—if we get five years down the track, and it hasn't worked with Tim Sheen's and it hasn't worked with Benji. Those are the two human beings that the West Tigers can rest their hat on and say, this is why we exist. Mm. And if it doesn't work out with those two, and, I mean, they've shown in the past, they're not afraid to kick Benji in the dick and show him the
0: ball. <laughs> oh, mate. Multiple so it wouldn't time.
2: shock me if in a few years' time this happens again. I hope it doesn't. I hope Benji's successful. But, like, mate, you, you t- like you, you're talking about with the Broncos at the moment with Kevin Walters. Like, if they let him go, like, there's going to be Carney. She's one of the favourite sons. Benji's the son.
0: It's like Lockheed. Benji's
2: the only fucking son (laughs) they've got. (laughs) If it goes to shit with him and Tim Sheens, who are the only reason why this franchise has ever been relevant in in its existence, where do they turn to? Where do they go? I
0: agree, mate. Because it's like, okay, let's say Tim Sheen takes over for the next two years and they're still exactly where they were. Does Benji Marshall take over then? Because, like, they've committed themselves to it. They've openly said to everyone, hey, guys, this is the plan. So now they've added the pressure of, in two years' time, Benji might be sitting there going, I don't want to – like, I'm not ready. I don't want to do it. I have other so many other things in my life that I want to do. And that's the position they could potentially be in. I just – what Timmy, what do you reckon? Are we being crazier or what? No, not at all, mate.
3: They're just – just getting sick of talking about them being a basket case and just there just never seems to be a resolution to what's going on at the Tigers. They're – The Fox coverage um, brushed on uh, Laurie Nicholls over the weekend. And I should have brought it up earlier in the year, but Laurie is actually a relative of mine, the Mm. the greatest rugby league supporter of all time. So uh, my old girls are Nicholls. And what Laurie these days would be seeing with his beloved Tigers, he'd be turning in his grave um, just what's coming in week in, week out. So he was obviously an absolute diehard Balmain supporter, um, died the year that the West Tigers were founded, but made peace with that. And, and like, you'd just be gutted because... And just for all Tigers fans out there, uh, it's just getting tough.
0: Yeah, and, and look, this is not coming from a place of, like, having a crack at anyone specifically or any of the players. It, it clearly isn't any individual person. Like, you, you, that has been changed, and some individuals, players go away to other clubs and play really well. It's, it's just... I don't know. Yeah, I just... I don't know what the answer is at the Tigers. And then, look, if, if there's anyone who can do it, it's Tim Sheens. Like, he's done it before. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm speechless. I'm honestly speechless. And, again, this is coming from a Broncos fan who no club in history has ever been in the top four and dove out of the top eight. So this is – I've, you know, not – punching down at all but it's just like I just don't know where the Tigers go like watching Tarmel on the sideline there with his hands on his heads as they get booed off the field at half time I was devastated for the bloke one of the best servants the game's seen in the front row 300 games all that stuff he's played yeah he played 300 games this year didn't he yep and that was the the end I just anyway
2: there was a moment there where Tarmel and Joe O were standing on the side and they looked at each other and I think they were both just looking for something to say and they just had nothing uh, uh, yeah, and I mean all this time you, you've got Adam Dewey out there just getting beaten to a pulp out there and they're trying to work out how they're going to keep him there for the next...
0: Well, I don't even think that they've committed to him or he's... It's I don't know. And, and I'm sorry, Tigers fans. I know it sucks having to listen to this. I really do. But we can't sugarcoat it. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, mm. it's all good. Like, it's... it's uh, There's a pro- there's a big, big problem. Anyway, um, now onto the Raiders quickly. Whew. They looked absolutely dynamite Um, they looked explosive they looked everything was clicking Fogarty working his magic this is a tiger side without Jackie Whiten they looked incredible Um, every single player like even guys like Kotrick are starting to find their form again Rapana incredible on the edge I want to give a shout out though to Sebastian Chris I think He's been so solid all year. And even I have been guilty of not giving him the praise he deserves. He's their leading try scorer in a year where, how often have we said, oh, I think they're a bit shallow in the outside backs. You know, Croker, Mm. he he obviously, you know, was their go-to guy and now he's playing um, in New South Wales Cup, to my understanding. Guys like Tomoko and Sebastian Christ have been so solid all year and they've grown into their role. No, Sebastian Chris was up against um, Dan Gagai. Was it last week? Yeah. him. went really, really well. Went really, really well. So credit to him. Credit Sebastian Chris is looking fantastic. Tomoko, Gunn, um, Rapana. I mean, talk about vintage. Just aging like a fine wine. Kotrick finding his form. What an incredible game by the uh, Raiders.
2: It's worth noting with Seb Chris, and you can confirm for me, 2020, he went home and didn't play footy, didn't he?
3: Mm, yeah, he he sat out. He was with the, the Raiders squad and basically just uh, had some you know off field things going on and just said I I'm not playing footy this year. Mm. Um, yeah. he's obviously respected enough there that they welcomed him straight back in the next season and mm. look what he's done,
0: mate, look, look, he's played
2: 41 games. He
3: scored 24 tries,
0: mate. He, and he he just he's so unassuming and I just feel like if he was at any other club like a Sydney club he'd be getting a bit more. I'm not saying he'd be you know on the hype train or whatever. But tell me how many interoff fans you know, know about Sebastian Christen, the yeah. fact that he's a leading try scorer Not many. The Raiders do. The Raiders appreciate him. Timmy, thoughts on their performance on the weekend?
3: It was really good. Coming into sort of finals, we, we often speak at how you want those tougher games to get your seasoned and ready for, for week one of finals. I think the Raiders were the opposite. I think we've shown in recent months that, you know, we can grind away in tough games and that, but how many points are in them? I think we were sort of played into... A bit, a bit of extra belief going into it with games against the Tigers and Manly who were both pretty paltry and we put a lot of points on but they'll be going with their tails up going you know what we know we can beat Melbourne mm. we know we're a tough resilient side and now we know we can put points on yep. so I think it gave them the opportunity the Broncos losing to rest Whitehead to rest Jackie White and your key forwards in Papali'i Joe Tappany Hudson Young all played fewer minutes than usual so look all of a sudden we're going into week one as, as well prepped as I think we could be. So who knows? We'll, we'll start underdogs against Melbourne, but, you know, it's not a bad place to be being an underdog sometimes.
0: Honestly, I have them at, you know, similar to the Panthers' eels, 55 Melbourne, 45 mm-hmm. Raiders. Like, I really think that the Raiders, they look confident, they're energetic, they're pl- like they look happy together. Like, there is this confidence the way they're playing the, and aggression. Like, they've kind of fi- finally found their mojo. I, I, I just... Again, I can't speak highly enough of the fact that they could turn. They went one from seven to open the year. One from seven. Jackie White, nearer he is the big fella behind us. <laughs> well hey, rested. He's looking over us going, boys, you, I'll flog you if you don't talk nice about the team. Um, <laughs> mate, so good. What, what do you think about the Raiders? Urena?
2: Yeah, I, as, as you just alluded to, like, I think it's perfect that they've had a couple of big wins coming into this and their confidence is just high. They've always been a confidence team. Um, Hudson Young. <laughs> Pick him in the kangaroo squad.
0: I think he's almost... Put, put his it.
2: name in there now and just fucking leave it. Don't yeah. worry about what other back rowers do over the next few weeks. I think he's done enough to be there. I think he's the perfect guy for the conditions they're going to play over there. I'd be picking him. I would... I'd would, I'd tell him now and keep that I'll, squad.
0: I'll be surprised if he's not in the squad. Yeah. I really will be. And like a few weeks... If you said four weeks ago, I would have said, mm, probably not major outside smokey, but he has just gone from strength to strength to strength. And every game is impacting. Like I'm trying to think of another back rower over the last month that's had as much impact for their team as Hudson Young has had. And I struggle to I struggle like, you know, Papaliti maybe, mm-hmm. but that, that that eel side, the they diffuse the responsibility of being an attacking weapon across of multiple players. Whereas a guy like Hudson Young, like he is at the forefront of all of their good stuff. Seven tries in nine games. Boom. There you go.
2: Crazy Unbelievable And look like, like You look at the games He scored in against Newcastle He scored the match
0: winner mm. To get yeah.
2: it done He scored against uh, St George They lost that one 10-12 Kept a minute Gold Coast That one by 10 He scored Beat St George by 2 He scored Beat Newcastle by 6 He scored He scored mm. the match winner
3: Earlier in the year With that in behind the line yep. mm. against. Yeah Newcastle That game <laughs> that Crazy that was nice, like yeah, yeah.
0: The that. only negative The only negative With the Raiders Is they've had a really Soft run into the finals And so, like, the only negative I have with them is, like, is this a case of they're playing really good and bullying the teams, but, like, you know, lower-tier teams, Mm. and then they get up to a a real high quality and they just don't have the squad to match it? Again, that's just glass half-empty, glass half-full kind of stuff. That's my only concern with them. But if it isn't the case that they, like – if it's more a case of they are actually just on that level and they are beating those lower tier teams because they are that good rather than those lower teams just not having a game plan that suits against Raiders. Um,
2: I think it's probably better for the Raiders regardless of whether that's true or not that they think that.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I think they're like one of those teams where you kind of like, I, in a perfect world, I would have liked at least one or two games against a top four side in this last seven games or whatever it's been. But I also agree that you want a, a, a Raiders team just, just just crazy on confidence because they're the ones that are going to upset the party. They're, they're not there to be the grindy favourites. They're there to just ambush a couple of sides and then who knows what happens from here. So, yeah, exciting times and well done to the Raiders. Like, what, what's their record for the last 10 weeks? It's Like seven from 10 or something?
2: Yeah, they lost to St George round 16 and then they lost to Penrith round 21. Outside of that, uh, they've all been wins.
0: I think. So how many is that?
2: I've got it in front of me. I've got player stats. Oh, Okay. Because um,
0: um, it'd be really interesting to see like how much they've actually won in the second half of their. Well, you must know. be a fair
3: whack. Well, eh? we were we were last after round <coughs> six or seven. Far out. So, since they lost to the
0: Bronx, um, what a t- what crazy! They lose to the Bronx and then they knock the bronx out of it anyway <laughs> uh,
3: yeah they've gone one two three four five six seven wins wait who'd they play eight sorry eight wins of 10 eight from 10 fucking
0: hell what a run what a run um is there any of those in that top 10 uh top four sides
3: uh storm storm's top storm. five okay yeah.
0: But they have beaten the Sharkies. But, beaten, yeah, yeah, as you beat said, Sharks the twice.
2: week before that Broncos game, they did beat the Roosters. Yeah, they beat the Roosters. They yeah. just lost the Eels. They beat the they Bunnies.
0: B- they beat
3: South.
0: Yeah.
2: In the three weeks leading up to that.
0: All right, eh? All right, that is us uh, done and doested. Uh got, got anything going on, boys? Yeah,
2: we got beers and break-evens uh, recording tomorrow, so that'll be dropping just a bit of a Super coach review as the season is done and dusted
0: perfect Coming tomorrow all right that's us done and dusted guys make sure to grab a case of bloke in a bar the best beer in all the land head to the website we've got a store located there it's an easy drinking beer it's a beer for blokes that turn up and thank you so much to everyone that got the the dad drop it was super super humbling to see other people with their the kids smiling in a bloke shirt and as usual i'll go and fuck myself